have mine. I am Meg, and I am here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hello. How are you? You know, it's a sunny day in Salt Lake. Forecast is like 60 degrees this week. Feeling like it's springtime. I don't know. Thinking of outdoor activities that we haven't been able to do in four months. I forgot what it's like to not feel miserable. Yeah. Like to step outside and not brace (laughs) yourself. For misery. Your back is always clenched because yeah. it's so cold. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, we are here today. We're going to talk about the women tell all. But first, uh, we need to talk about the ongoing Chris Harrison, Rachel Lindsay, Rachel Kirkconnell. I say Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell is how I've also oh, heard it said. Okay. I don't know. I don't know which is correct. But, you know, this is an ongoing situation. Rachel Lindsay this week deleted her Instagram account because she was receiving so many hateful comments. The Bachelor producers released a statement that... Okay, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah, please. Did Rachel Lindsay do anything wrong? Of course she didn't. (laughs) Like, why? I mean, I get why people are going after her, but really, Chris Harrison did this to himself. He, She did nothing. She barely asked him questions and he came out with all of this stuff. Like, she had nothing to do with it and it's so frustrating that, like, people are blaming Rachel for whatever it is. Are they just mad that Chris is... I think they're mad at cancel culture, which I don't think this is. I don't right. think this is cancel culture. And I don't know if it's the Rachel Kirkconnell stands or the Chris Harrison stands that are coming after her or just straight up racists who are looking for an excuse to come after her. It's disgusting either way. Uh, We need to do better. The Bachelor producers released a statement. It reads, as executive producers of the Bachelor franchise, we would like to make it perfectly clear that any harassment directed towards Rachel Lindsay in the aftermath of her interview with Chris Harrison is completely inexcusable. Rachel has received an unimaginable amount of hate and has been subjected to severe online bullying, which more often than not has been rooted in racism. That is totally unacceptable. Rachel has been an incredible advocate for our cast, and we are grateful that she has worked tirelessly towards racial equality and inclusion. So I'm glad they made that statement. You know what would be really powerful in a moment like this? Like if they would acknowledge this on the show. Why have they said absolutely zero things on the show? Like, I don't know, um, uh, something at the beginning of an episode. I mean, this episode, I was really looking for it because Chris Harrison obviously hosted um, Women Tell All. And in the beginning, it said this this was pre-recorded on February 4th, 2021. So clearly they know people are going to be confused. Yeah. And like... Why couldn't they do something more? It just feels so, I don't know, like they're not trying at all. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think that they, I've been thinking about this for a number of reasons. I think that the Bachelor producers are going to be the worst write up right up to the edge of, I won't watch this anymore. Like they are going to never do the right thing 
But ne- it's never so bad that you're like, I'm done with the show. I'm not going to keep watching. But they're never going to make the right choices like we want them to. They're going to make the choices that are in their self-interest yeah. every every time. I mean, it's also, I mean, the thing is, if if Chris wanted to come on and make a statement and say something to address Bachelor Nation or whatever, especially, I had no idea this was going on with Rachel Lindsay, like, especially in light of Rachel Lindsay receiving so much hate, yeah. and I'm sure threats, like, they are very capable, or Chris Harrison is very capable of like being like, I know you guys don't want me to do this, but I really think this is like something we need to do. Why aren't they doing that? It's just like so silly. And it was really jarring watching this woman tell all. Like the Victoria drama seemed completely irrelevant. Like that's yeah. not what we're thinking about right now. Although Victoria was a piece of work. Uh, last night. Yeah, she is <laughs> unbelievable. But it was going back to this weird place in time, and they knew about the accusations about Rachel at this point. Yes, but that it was, was like the public beginning. knowledge. But it was the beginning. Yeah. Like, not everything had come out yet. That's true. But it's just weird to watch it. It's and be very like, weird. This is all about to blow up. It's very and weird. And you're here talking about tiaras. So I am. They announced the host for after the final rose. Oh yeah. I don't recognize him. Okay. Do you? I um. So okay. The other week, uh, I had heard on some podcast maybe that Rachel was holding on her Instagram stories was holding a book called um, "Uncomfortable Conversations. Conversations with a Black Man," and Rachel yeah. was holding the book. So the guy that wrote Rachel that book, Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell. Yeah, not Rachel Lindsay. And it was like kind of like an annoying post because like. She said absolutely nothing about the book, and she just was, like, posing. This is what I heard. It was, like, SpawnCon, right? Well, I don't think it was Spawn, but I think it was, like, look, I'm reading. But she didn't say anything, actually, about what it was. Um, And then I wondered if maybe that was, like, to promote him because he's now the host of um, After the Final Rose. What's his name again? His name is Emmanuel Emmanuel Ako, A-C-H-O. Okay. I don't know how to say his last name. Um... So I so he like did a YouTube series um, that started last year during like the Black Lives Matter movement, um, and it's it's that it's like very self explanatory I guess, but like uncomfortable conversations with black men. So you know what? I have seen a couple now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah, and they were like on Instagram a lot. Yeah, um, and they're pretty good. He was in the NFL for a few years. Like, mostly practice squads. I just did a wiki, quick wiki on him before I came. Uh, a quick Google? <laughs> quick Googs. And <laughs> um, he, yeah. So that that um, series, that YouTube series also is now a book. And it was released in November. And there was, like, a shocking amount of copies sold. Good. Like, on the first day or something. I said the number out loud. And Brandon was very impressed because... Anyway, <laughs> he knows a lot about like book sales because of his work, and so he's like, "Whoa, that's a lot." Um, it was, I think, it's like eighteen thousand on the first day or something okay. like that. So it was like very successful. Um, I feel, um, I mean, like I know that he has like made the effort to, I guess, like be somewhat of a spokesperson, I guess, or like an educator um, Mm -hmm. on black culture and things like that. I do feel kind of bad that he's like put in this position on to be like the host taking over Chris Harrison after this like kind of terrible debacle. And so I'm, I don't know, like same with Rachel Lindsay. I feel bad that she's in this position of like having to be 
the first whatever or the person who's like right. possibly going to fix something or like this. I don't know. It just feels like a lot of pressure. And so I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the story of the last year, right? People right. of color keep having to show up and tell white people how to do better. And that's got to be just so exhausting. It feels, yeah, it feels like I don't know. It feels like a lot to ask of somebody. So absolutely. Um, I don't know. I hope he does a good job. I. He seems cool. I mean, it'll be an interesting night. Yeah. And there, obviously, if he's the host and he's written that book and done that series, they're going to address it. I hope he sits down. I mean, I kind of hope he sits down with Chris Harrison. And is like, I don't think he will, right? Because Chris Harrison, I think, is like going into hiding for a little bit. But yeah, it would be really interesting for him to sit down in front of Chris Harrison and be like, here's, here's, do you understand like why what you said is not appropriate? Right. Have I don't we, know. Have we heard from Lauren Zima? Uh, on her Instagram stories, like very soon after Chris apologized, she just said, what Chris said is wrong. Basically. Okay. But I haven't really seen much from her since. I'd be interested to know what their relationship is looking like right now. Uh, Okay. So that's the latest in that ongoing situation, which is just disappointing and pretty ugly for everyone involved. And I know I've said this before, but I just really hope that this is used as an actual opportunity to learn and do better. But I don't have a ton of hope that the Bachelor franchise is going to be an emblem of equity and (laughs) justice. It really does. I mean, I think it's like kind of shocking that this show even exists to begin with. (laughs) So like for it to go on after this is like, why? Why? Like, why? I get that it's a very popular TV show and like I'm sure it makes a lot of money with a lot of advertisers and whatever. But it's like... It feels very antiquated at this point, you know? It does. And I wonder if there's some way to just take the premise, you know, just make it. Just tweak it a little bit. Who wants to be America's next Instagram influencer? That's what the show is. <laughs> Let's just That's have a great show. Be that. that would be a great show. They all get followings. But I you mean, have to be in a couple. Remember how they okay, tried to yeah. do that with music? You have to be in a couple oh to my make gosh, good music. That was so funny. <laughs> and the two most talented people went home because they couldn't make it work as a couple. Anyway. That's another, we've done those episodes. You can go back and find them. Let's talk about the actual content of the program we watched last night. You know, we start with Chris Harrison. Um, Victoria is wearing a crown. Sarah's not there. Oh, um, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So they talk about the Sarah situation and she's not there. There's no explanation it as is to weird. why. Like, I feel like it's part of their contract to go. Yeah. And like, if they don't go, then what? It's a breach of contract and they're fined, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I don't know, unless there's Maybe she's making a ton of money on TikTok because she's all over TikTok. Is she all over TikTok? She, or, like, I know she does a lot of reels. Reels that, like, are promoting Ugh, a reels. clothing brand. So it's, like, her, like, dressing in a new outfit every beat. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that snap like one. Like, the snapping one where she's, like, every time she snaps, it's a new outfit. And I don't know. I see a lot of those. Okay. She doesn't look unhappy at all. Well, so good for her. I think she's fine. Um, they bring up the MJ versus Jasenia thing again. Oh, yeah. Boring. And, like, again, I don't... What? MJ did look great last night, she though. Great. Her brows were so good. Her hair was perfect. Her like, hair's really good. She looked really good. She also, said, it was weird how she was like, I'm afraid of birds? Because, like, there's a chicken thing. Remember the chicken thing? 
Yeah, and she was afraid of the chicken. Uh, it's just like, I don't and know. And eggs. She She's afraid annoyed. of eggs. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get to it. But all the dates that they didn't show us on TV. Uh, what is going on? Let's get to it now. Okay. We saw bloopers. Half of them were from dates we never saw. Well, JoJo was there. Yeah, Tasha JoJo and Tasha. And I wonder if it's maybe coming up. JoJo and Tasha. I don't think so. But how could they do that? Also, like, when did this show turn into the freaking fear factor? I know. Like, the putting your hand with all the bugs. So dumb. And, like, the... the, the um, food eating one where they're like eating pancakes and then chugging beer that's so disgusting do you think that's why they cut it because it was just straight up dumb yes i do i think they were like oh we might get backlash from this stuff like how is this proving my love to anyone like then why show it in the bloopers it wasn't even bloopers it was like chris is like here are some dates that you guys never got to see that never aired that's right that's right and the thing is is it it was it was jarring during the episodes to not see the dates it was super weird. Yes, and to just go to the after party. So it was I don't know. I really don't know the rationale behind it. I like but why did they have such bad ideas? Like uh, did they start editing this season the night before it was due? It's got big term paper started the night before it's due energy. I mean, I do think a lot of editing goes on after it's already started to air. Yeah. So I bet it's like that every season. But it is weird that they just like cut completely. It just feels out. very scattered and bad. Um, First thing they talk about Victoria though. Victoria. So they show a whole long like all the clips of Victoria being terrible, and then I don't even honestly it was very uh, women tell all is my least favorite moment <laughs> yeah. of the season. It it's makes dumb. me realize if this is the point of the season where I just like hate this show (laughs) so much and then women tell all is like a very succinct like put together show of all the reasons why i hate the show and then and it's just it just makes me feel bad about about myself honestly Um, let's start with what she was wearing i don't remember it was an elvis jumpsuit an elvis jumpsuit so her bra was showing in the front like no it wasn't yes it was (laughs) it was a deep v but her bra was showing. No, so it wasn't. it wasn't like, you know, how like when celebs do it, they wear boob tape. And so it's just open and like a deep V. This was a deep V and her bra is no, cutting it wasn't. across. Are you kidding? It was <laughs> horrific. Also, like she obviously, she knows about the bra showing. Well, like, she kept she talking about it. it. Like people are bullying me online because my bra is She's such showing. a gaslighter. She's so horrible. And so it's interesting that it really is a choice. Like, well, I mean, I wonder if she was trolling everyone by making a visible bra. I'm sure part she was, but look. it still is like it looked bad. It's not a good look. It looked bad. It looked cheap. I don't know. She shops at like Charlotte Ruth. <laughs> Rough. Um. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. People. I don't even remember what did people say about her. Did, <laughs> You know, Chris asked Ryan how she felt about being called a hoe. Oh, yeah. And she's like, it's not great. I'm not a hoe. I didn't like it. And Victoria's like, are you maybe a little sensitive, Oh, my gosh. This was the worst. Like, how after watching that season can she come on? She clearly, I know I say this a lot, she clearly has a personality disorder. Like, she came on and was like, I've been called so much worse. And I just brush it off. 
She's that's been, what she said. Like, okay, that's not the point. And Just she said, apologize. She used the word upsetness. Uh, Is your upsetness uh, over this maybe because you're sensitive? And it's like, no, you called her a hoe. And she's like, She's like, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Are you oh, sensitive? She's I'm just, just asking. The worst. She's and no one really pushed back on her hard like I wanted them to. It was really interesting because I think we're. I think everyone's just like tired of Victoria. I think. But they were like, harder on Katie. Who's Katie? Katie. Er, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They. Were, I was shocked actually at the backlash on Katie because like, Chelsea they did not was going like in yes. on Katie. Yes, they did not like her. No, and I. I don't she know. She is kind of annoying. She is annoying. <laughs> now that I've had some distance, I'm like, I don't think we get like, along. Her like self righteous nature is like really a lot. I mean, I agree. She kind of she did the right thing and like you know. I love how they were... Okay, sorry. I'm not finishing ending in my sentences, but <laughs> there was one part where Wait, they were I've like... I've got to stop you. Okay. I went and saw Norm MacDonald do stand-up once, and it was the funniest hour and a half of my life. He doesn't finish a single sentence. <laughs> like, his jokes are just, like, half-thoughts, but they're still funny, so it's fine oh my if gosh, you don't finish Norm your sentence. Norm MacDonald, that really shows our age, I feel like. <laughs> do people know who that on guy is On my way is down anymore? here... I heard a song on the radio that was sampling MGMT like they're an oldies band. (laughs) On the way here, I was falling asleep, so I had to put on music that I could sing to. And I've been thinking about this album a lot. (laughs) And so it's the first Coldplay album. And I'm like, this is from 2001. The one with yellow on it? Yes. Like, I was obsessed with Coldplay as a senior in high school. I'm like, this is so long ago. Anyway. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Uh, at one point, Katie, oh, they were like, first you were the one to dig in on Sarah, and then you had to talk with her and you changed your mind. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And they're like, that's fake. And I'm like, what? No, like, that's human relationships. Like, what do you mean? She can't change your mind? Like, what is happening? I thought the people lashing out at Katie were insane. Do you think she's the next Bachelor and they're mad about it? Bachelorette? Um, I don't know because wasn't the... I feel like Reality Steve was trying to say that they announced it at Women Tell All. And I do feel like when she was in the hot seat with Chris Harrison, they were trying to set her up to like present it almost like, are you still... Do you think you're deserving of love? Like who... Mm -hmm. You know, like they were Mm -hmm. asking her those kinds of questions. I don't think she's going to be the next Bachelorette though. I don't think I'd like it. I would hate it. She's so annoying. I feel like everyone was in the hot seat. They had every girl go up and talk to Chris <laughs> also, Harrison. Also, I did not notice this until I saw a tweet about it later, but did you know that Heather was there? Heather? Heather of Colton season. Oh, she was there? She was there. And I the didn't tweet even was notice. something like, they made Heather quarantine twice for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. It's not like she has anything going on, though. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy a Katie season. Piper, maybe? Could they make Piper the next I Bachelor? I didn't love her look Nobody last night. The jewelry like, wasn't really, working I, for me. 
I mean, I do feel like people would love it if Abigail was a bachelorette. Yeah. Abigail, I thought Abigail had she a lot was, to say for herself like, last night. She's so well-spoken, yeah. so beautiful, like so... I feel like live has lived a lot of life. It'd be interesting I mean? if they brought on deaf contestants too. You know, what's the difference between two deaf people in a relationship and a deaf and a hearing person? She would be so great. Yeah. Um, I did think. Okay, sorry. Going back to Katie, Kayla brought up a good point where she was like, "It like instead of Katie speaking on behalf of everyone who was like an actual victim of like quote unquote bullying or whatever, like why didn't she just like." open up a dialogue so that those people could speak, which I think is a very good point. Katie, mm-hmm. like, really took it upon herself to fix the situation where she really, like, it wasn't really affecting her specifically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She, and she just went directly to Matt? Is that yeah. what Kayla was saying? Yeah, and she's like, you, you could have, like, allowed the people to talk about it instead of just, like... Like co-opting the entire thing, which I think is yeah. not a bad point. I, yeah, when she went to Matt originally, I was like, "Is this the right move? You're kind of skipping some steps here." But I do think it was like to the point where nobody was going to have a healthy conversation about it. You know? Yeah. And I also think she didn't say anyone's name, so she didn't do anything. I don't know. I, I think she had good intentions, but I also think she's kind of annoying. She is annoying for sure. There are a lot of people with great intentions who are very annoying. Um. Don't want a whole season of it. No. That's a pass for me. Okay, I feel like Mari also was like somehow the spokesperson for the whole season. They kept at Chris kept asking Mari to like, what do you think about this, Mari? And why was she talking so much? She was barely on. She was barely on, but she's so beautiful. Maybe the camera just wanted to linger on her face. She's fine. Uh Kit. Oh Kit, my gosh, her Kit outfit was cracking was me up. Bad. She's an American girl doll. Like <laughs> It was like Barbie goes to work or whatever, you know? <laughs> it was very much like my mom just puts me in these clothes and here I am wearing just, these clothes. I'm too young to be here. Why was I ever on this show? She's She needs to grow up. I want to talk about Brittany. Okay. So they pull Brittany up, put her in the hot seat, and she's telling Chris Harrison how much this has ruined her life. And her trauma sounds very real. She said she went home. She didn't want to talk to her family. She didn't want to talk to her friends. Anytime she Googles herself, all that pops up is that she's an escort. <laughs> Pretty bad. Like, yeah. that's rough. Yeah. And she's very careful to say there's nothing wrong with that industry, but right. that's not who I am. <sighs> I know they sign contracts, but the show is so complicit here. They didn't have to air that. And they chose to air it. And yeah, Anna said it, but the network aired it, you know, and that's what's ruined her life. That's what's made this so terrible for her when it's nothing that she did. It was completely out of control. How mad is she at the Bachelor franchise right now? Mm, I bet she's just more mad at whatever her name is, Anna. Like You think so? Yes, because... I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, I don't know. I This is quite the moral question that I didn't even think of. Like, here's the, th- I mean, okay, I'm not, ans- I'm not, this is not an answer to your question by any means, but like, Anna, and sorry, also different track, Anna l- said it so many times. When they showed the clip 
the clips of her talking about it. It wasn't just like one time she let it slip. She did it in an ITM. She did it with Victoria. Yeah. She did it in front of... Um, What's her name? Brittany. And not to say that like ABC couldn't have edited it out, edited it out, edited it out, <laughs> whatever. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's anyone's expectation either. Like, you're, yeah. And I don't I, know. I keep thinking about an interview I heard Nick Bial do, and I think it was on Bachelor Party, uh, where he talks about the mental health complications a lot of contestants experience when they leave the show right and how the show really doesn't do much to help them during that yeah and i i remember that i think that's something they need to do i mean better. it is like the thing is is like i feel like this show probably has ruined a lot of people's lives like <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, they made their beds on one hand. Yes. But on the other hand, they're young people who may yeah. not know exactly what they're getting into. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not wanting to talk to your friends or family, that's pretty severe depression. Yeah, here's the thing. Will anyone really remember this about her in a few months? Probably not, no. No, and here's the thing. It's not her last time on Bachelor. No. And I think she probably has a lot of sympath- sympathizing fans. And yeah, I think she I don't think anyone watched it and thinks, oh, she's for sure an escort. No, I don't. So. I mean, yes, I do think mental health, big concern for sure. But I don't think it's actually ruined her life. No, I think it, it feels I think for a couple months, it's felt like it ruined her life. And that's tough. Yes. And she'll be OK. I just wish. There was more of an effort on the part of the people who make the show to make sure their contestants are okay. Here's the thing we okay. keep saying over and over in different ways is that this show should not exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, we've come to we've come to this conclusion in many different routes. Um, if they cancel it, we'll talk about something else. Um, Abigail and they have a conversation with Abigail, and I th- I thought she's charming and great, and she could also they could have also been setting her up yeah. to be the Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, Serena P. I don't really care. You know, <sighs> I know it was. I mean, I think good on her for like. I, it was really interesting to hear her say like I really liked him, but I also knew that there was like I I wasn't totally sure, and so like me the potential for me to hurt him was m- like made me feel so bad that that was more than me liking him, which yeah. I think is like a pretty mature totally choice totally. So, wish her the best of luck. Um, that's pretty much it. They talk about his beard. They show the bloopers. How do you feel about Matt after this? Do you feel like he made a good appearance? Do you feel like he said good things? Do you like him less or more? Who do you think he chooses? I mean, I feel the same about him before this as I did after, after like after this as I did before this. How about I, you? I do feel like throughout the. I feel like before we started this season, we were just like drooling over how hot <laughs> Matt was. Yeah. Now I don't feel like he's that hot. Do you know what I mean? He's much goofier. He's not my type. He's so athletic and so, <laughs> like you know just like he's so goofy. I feel like yeah. he's so goofy, kind of a himbo a little bit, and. I still really like him, but it's just interesting for it's just interesting that he's not at all like like the hot guy we thought he was. Do you know what I mean? Which is yeah. maybe better, I think. Like, I don't know. 
he is definitely like a goofy jock type, though, you know? I love a goofy guy. I yeah. think that's great. Uh, every time they show a blooper and he's laughing, I'm like, man, I want to see more of this. Show me more he of was, this. He was pretty funny in some of those. Yeah. When he was like the the open eye kiss th- kissing thing. Like, I love that he plays along with it. Yeah. Like, and he said, I didn't know those... you're supposed to close your eyes, which is <laughs> and hilarious. And some of the bloopers where he was, they were like, why didn't, wasn't there an ITM when they were like, why do you kiss with your eyes open? And he was like, he just opened his eyes really wide and <laughs> stared or something like I laughed at a couple of his jokes he seems like I kind of wonder is like he he I know I've said this a million times he doesn't seem like any of the other bachelors to me and I wonder if it's because he kind of didn't choose to be on this show he was recruited to be on this show and he's never been on like this is his first entry into the the bachelor franchise and so I do wonder if he's like untainted in certain ways like he's like Ted Lasso I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> I mean, in that he knows nothing about the game he's playing. Right, yeah. And, yeah. So, and so he's, he's like, like fresh ma- and innocent. It, yeah, he's like very earnest, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Bless his heart. And this show just chewed him up and spit him out. Oh, <laughs> anyway. So let's talk about what we saw of next week, which is Fantasy Suites. Lots of Brie. More Brie than I was expecting. Lots of tears. Lots of tears. Lots of Rachel not liking that yeah. he's spending time with other women. Okay, so I have a question. Is this usually when women tell all heirs, or is it usually after Fantasy Suites? It's usually before. Okay. Right? I don't know. I can't. I couldn't remember. Wait, maybe not. I thought it was usually the, the the like, uh, what do they call it? The one, the penultimate episode. You might be right. So I'm wondering, like, I mean, have we checked the TV listings? Like, is next week the last episode? <laughs> I don't he think said March fifteenth is. is the finale. Okay, so two weeks. So Monday okay, so there is fantasy okay. suites. Fantasy and then, and then, yeah, I don't know. I do feel like okay, and then also his dad is on. I know, and they're turning it into like a Mari. Oh. Like you weren't there for me, you know. I'm like, this this is not the venue for that. And I then I wondered maybe the curb thing, him sitting on the curb and crying is like dad a reaction to his dad somehow. But then it was like. He wanted to go home. Like, I don't know. It was very, I don't know. I mean, my original, what I said last week was it seems like Rachel's super pissed and she wants to go home. And then Matt's very torn up about it because he wanted to pick Rachel. But I don't know. I mean, to me, like, how could you not pick Michelle? Michelle's just like (laughs) the clear winner. I think Brie is also great. Brie I, we don't know anything about Brie. Brie has cool clothes and yeah, she's like very pretty, but we don't. We haven't seen her crack one smile, tell one joke, say a single thing. That's true. That's a good. Michelle point. is. Mich- I, well, I'm clearly biased because I just really want to be friends with Michelle so bad. Yeah, me too. Um, well, just we're just gonna have to wait and see. It's awkward too because they're all at Nemecolon together, right? It's not like yeah, like how it was with at Palm Springs. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna they're gonna all put them in a room. Awkward fantasy suite. It's so bad. It's bad. Uh, Again, the show is deplorable. The things it does to people is (laughs) not good. (laughs) Truly, like let's put them in extremely stressful situations and not help them at all. Do you think in when the show finishes, they're gonna be like, this was all a psychological experiment? I mean, and I here think, are the findings. <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't. I don't <laughs> think they're going to do that. <laughs> oh, it'd be great if they did. Well, we will be back 
next week to talk about whatever happens on the Fantasy Suites and make our final predictions. I will be emailing the predictions for Fantasy Suites for you to make on Friday. Yeah, Friday. So watch your inbox for those. Um, Please remember to leave us a good rating and review. We've seen a few new reviews come in. Thank you so much for doing that. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at HiveMindHQ. Tell your friends and subscribe to our newsletter at HiveMind.Substack.com. You can support our show by becoming a Patreon on Patreon.com forward slash HiveMindHQ. And that is everything. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.